Money FM 89.3. Best of drive time. Culture Club. Money FM 89.3. Good afternoon. It is drive time. Ellie Dank and Timothy Go and Chuan Tian with you. It's time now for Culture Club. And you know, there's a one woman show serving up coffee on your next flight out of the country. In fact, this lady will be able to give you a perfect cup of artisanal, high quality coffee. 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And her name is Ella. And she's Singapore's first fully autonomous AI-powered barista created by Crown Digital. She debuted in three locations at Changi Airport, the one place in Singapore that's always bustling and filled with people. And, you know, most of the time you just need that caffeine pick-me-up, right? So if you're time-strapped, about to travel, rushing for your flight, don't worry because uh, you'll be able to get a cup of coffee on the go any Anytime you desire. And we're going to find out more about Ella. On the line with me is Keith Tan, the CEO of Crown Digital. Keith, good afternoon. How are you? Hi, Elliot. It's good to be here. Let's talk a little bit about Ella, the AI barista. You know, take us a little bit back, you know, the impetus for creating this AI-powered barista. Right. So back in 2016, I, I left the finance industry and I started Crown Coffee. It was a traditional cafe I was the barista. Um, it, was, it was right here in City Hub too, and um, we were serving a lot of um, corporate customers coming in first thing in the morning. They wanted a cup of joe, and as we scaled the business, you know, we we found challenges with labor, and it's really about solving the problem that I was facing on a daily basis, training and retraining and then keeping the consistency. And we knew how good our coffee was with the consistency that was provided through our machine, Eversys. And our regular customers were, they want it fast. First thing in the morning, they want that consistent cup of joe that they recognize. And uh, speed to service was key. And I was asking myself, like, what would be a dream come true, right, for me as a business to scale if I could reduce two of my main pain points, with one is the rent, reduce the rent, okay. and have a very high throughput, right, and then keeping the consistency and, and saving on the labor. And that's how Ella was conceived, right, the idea of um, automating the entire process. Yeah. So how, how is, I mean, I know it's automating, but how is Ella different from, say, my Nespresso on the machine? Oh, huge difference. First of all, she replicates what a barista would do. So everything is fresh. It's uh, after placing your, um, your order, the beans are ground fresh. So you get whole beans ground to um, coffee powder and then the whole extraction process is what a human barista would do. Fresh milk, frothed, real time, consistent in temperature. So you get that same flat white that you get from your regular um, barista, Torella. And, and what is the, and I'm just trying to dive a little bit in, I, I know we sold it as an AI-powered barista. So where's the AI aspect in this? If I know it might be technical, but help us out. Okay, so if you run an unmanned shop, you have no humans. So we tend to forget how humans are solving problems on a daily basis. You know, we are great problem solvers. We decide decision, we make decisions right there on the spot, right? Okay. When you run an unmanned system, and if you look at um, uh, you know, the unmanned solutions from Amazon, and then you have un- unmanned autonomous driving cars, a big part of the AI really comes in the vision. And imagine running without vision is literally running blind. You know, so we employ computer vision to, you know, to monitor 
the system. So because it's running 24-7, there's got to be eyes on the ground. You can't have anyone watching it through a CCTV. Mm. So we trained computer vision to recognize that. And that's the AI portion, oh. you know, even down to, yeah, and, um, and plus a lot of um, automation and, and sensors. Yeah. Wow, that is quite interesting. Okay, I get it now. Let's talk a little bit about setting Ella up in Changi Airport. Was this because of a personal experience by any chance? Well, you know, when we started this was to serve great coffee fast okay. and efficiently and having a small footprint, you know, and the business is about... So Ella's not going to get tired or complain. Yeah. She's quite happy to continue working 24-7. Right. And where would be a great place? You know, we, I, I used to take early flights off um, Changi Airport in the yeah. morning. And, yeah. and, you know, the queue is it's, it's quite long. And, um, and you're rushing for your flight and you want your, your coffee right there and then. And that's where, with our small footprint and high throughput, we can do up to 200 cups of, of coffee an hour. So it's really fast. And the airport's a perfect place to, to do that. You know, even at 4 a.m., right, when the barista's not around, Ella's serving the same cup of coffee. Yeah. All right, Keith, this really fascinates me. So what's the efficiency of Ella like? I mean, how, what kind of numbers can you give? Could you do like, what, I don't know, like five cups in, in, in 10 minutes, that kind of thing? All right, so she covers three jobs, right? When you go into a cafe, <laughs> yeah. you'll be talking to somebody, you, you tell them what you want, you know, the waitress or um, the one taking the order, and then making payment. And that goes through the till, right? And then uh, a barista would then prepare the coffee. And if you notice, there's another person sorting out the orders to make sure you get the right one. Right. So Ellen covers the entire end-to-end, right? So you'll be ordering through the kiosk or through a mobile app. You customize your drink, you pay, we process the payments. And then production is done by Ella, the robot, you know, um, with the six-axis robot arm. Mm-hmm. And we have four dispensers, so we can do four drinks simultaneously. And also a, a, a delivery system that we patented, um, six pigeon holes. So things are happening real-time simultaneously. So she's able to take orders, process payments, production for it at the same time, and delivery it as well. So that translates to a peak of about 200 cups an hour. Wow. So, our, yeah, we, we managed to do um, a lot of exhibitions from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. We, mm-hmm. we normally run 1,000 cups. Wow. You know, um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that is no joke. And I've seen Ella in action and, and how she puts on a bit of a show because a lot of people start to film this as uh, AI barista. Um, how has coffee consumption patterns of travelers transformed the demands uh, where it comes to efficiency? People don't have time anymore, it feels like. Yeah. So, you know, people are time strapped mm. and, you know, once they know the quality is, is there and they're familiar with it, you know, it becomes, um, you know, it's a no brainer, right, to pre-order. So we have a lot of airport staff on the app and they are so used to it now. They order on the way to pick up a coffee. So okay. you don't even have to wait. Yeah. And office crowds as well. Okay. But you know, the thing about these cafes, generally, when people try to set up or get into the FMB business, they try to differentiate themselves in terms of taste. Is there, I don't know, any chance there's maybe an exclusive drink that's made that only Ella can make? So we, we made um, an exclusive drink for Changi Airport. Oh. It's the Pandan Tea Latte. So we, we're not serving just coffee. We, we do tea. Oh, okay. And that's really popular. And Changi wanted something exclusive for them. And mm. we came up with the Pandan Tea Latte. Just for travelers, right, they could recognize Pandan is a very Singaporean thing. And the tea latte, yeah. 
Okay. So then, you know, with this, right, I'm just thinking from a business point of view, you in a way, saving costs on manpower, although maybe you're spending a bit more in electricity. What does this mean for the price point of a cup of coffee then? We are, we are very competitive. So we, we make a lot of savings on the rent and the labor. And, you know, from a business sense, that translates to a very, very, very nice matrix on, on um, profitability. Okay. Our EBIT margin is, is the highest in, you know, in the market because you have taken away two of the main cost drivers, rent and labor. Yeah. Um, we do have labor. It's very minimal. Someone's going to go top up the machine and clean it on a daily basis. But the efficiency, the optimization that we put in through has made it very, very compelling. So we're passing on the savings to consumers as well. Right. In Changi Airport, if you're, if you're using the kiosk, you know, we do charge a little premium because we could in, in the airport environment. But in other locations, especially with the mobile app, um, we have a 50% discount when you download the app. Oh. And then we are run, uh, on running promotions, right? And subscription. So for long-term users, they can pre-buy um, 20 cups of coffee and then okay. you get like less than $3. Yeah. But aren't you worried that with this, I mean, it's, it's nice, it's very trendy, but maybe it, it takes away jobs. Uh, I, I know it does translate the savings, but I'm just thinking of that kid who could have worked as a barista during the school holidays. What would you say to them? <laughs> <laughs> I, get that, I get that a lot. You know, I was the owner that was struggling to find baristas in mm, Singapore. Okay. You know, I, I have to run into shifts because someone's just calling sick. Or, you know, we, we, we rely on a lot of transient workers, yeah. you know, university students waiting for their next job. And as a business, I was training them. Mm. And then when they are good, after six months, I'm like, boss, I got to get yeah. on to my, my real job. Yeah. So, do you know what I mean? Like, um, I mean, if, if the day comes when we pay like 20 euros, 30 euros an hour, like Switzerland, maybe you can you can own a condo being a barista in Singapore. But that day hasn't come. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. The price I hear is, you. you know, <laughs> So, so the thing is, well, but I'm hiring a lot of engineers now. I have um, a whole team of, um, you know, uh, embedded engineer and, and robotics engineer, and, and rightfully so, right? We are we're solving a problem, and I think something that's manual and repetitive, doesn't mundane, should be automated, ought to be automated. Yeah. And we're, we're, we're driving this, yeah. Yeah, Keith, that's the part that people don't always see, right? Yeah, you take away that frontline person, but maybe at the back, that's three back-end jobs that you've created, engineers, as you mentioned. Absolutely. And, and now we have a solution that can scale and we can, ha- we can provide such a convenience to passengers or yep. travelers, um, you know, 24-7. And as a, as a company based out of Singapore, we need to innovate and think, how can we, you know, put our brains together, create a, a solution that can scale globally? And mm-hmm. we're, we're doing that right now. Mm-hmm. You know, we are licensing our technology across um, other markets as well. Yeah, yeah. No, no more overnight shifts. That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> How is this caught on? I mean, the people that I see, like I mentioned, I've seen Ella in action and most of the people are like uh, young people filming or, or going up to the machine to make orders. Has it caught on with the older generations? Have, have you personally seen anything? Yes. Uh, surprisingly, um, in Raffles Place, most of okay. our clients, our customers, our regulars are the bankers. Uh-huh. And they are the ones who uh, who really appreciate a, a, a proper flat white, right? You know, <laughs> um, so you would imagine that a robot will appeal to the younger generation, yeah. but our consistent recurring customers are, you know, the bankers in, in Raffles. We have Ellers in the corporate offices as well, you know, and they are the ones, the working crowd, right, that mm. appreciates that quality coffee and they're there every day. 
Yeah. I've been through a tour of a car making factory and 90% of it is robots putting the car together until the finishing touches where the humans come in. I wonder how this is perhaps different from an R&D sense because it is customer facing what goes into to putting Ella together then. I'm so happy you asked this question because it's a very, very different environment. In the factory, the customers are the operators. And each robot probably do one one task okay. and it goes through the production line and it's kind of very standardized. But when you put a robot in the wild, you're dealing with uh, consumers from all different you know, um, backgrounds, okay. young to old. And you need to uh, account for all these different scenarios. And that's where we put in a lot of effort over the last few years to really mature the system, right? You have to account for all the unhappy scenarios mm. and you have to make the design, the user interface, the user experience to be so intuitive that anyone could figure out, right? Um, and it's something that's never happened before. So right. it's something new for somebody. And when they walk up to Ella, they could like, okay, that's where I order. That's how I download the app. That's how I get onboarded. And I order. And then, oh, now Ella is preparing. Okay, I can see the that the, the process is happening on the transparent OLED screen, right? It, we, we, we kind of, so one of the key things and why we call Ella in the first place was to personify her and turn her into something that could be easily understood, mm-hmm. right? Otherwise, mm-hmm. it's just so mechanical. Yeah. And to replicate the user experience digitally. So, you know, one of the early days um, question I had to myself when I wanted this was, you know, the, the customers are, are, uh, have never seen this before. How do you then replicate the key experience, right? When, when you come to my cafe, I would greet you. I would know who you are. I was a human CRM. I, I remember my regular customers, what drink they have. Mm. But how can I then replicate that digitally so that I can then scale and have a million customers and I know exactly what they want, how often they come, and build a system that can, can recognize that and personalize that and scale, right? So we went through all that and, you know, so if you go visit Ella today, you could kind of figure out how, how it works. And that has been such an experience for us in Japan when we, when we brought it there. We, you know, as part of that test marketing, we had to just stand there and, and see what happens, right? Would they figure out what to do? Would they be able to, you know, get their coffee, pay, and then and then and then use it? Yeah. So the user experience, the uh, the UI UX has to be carved out for the general public, and that calls for a lot of design thinking, product iteration. So we are on our fifth generation now. Wow. You know. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, for me, at least, there's a guarantee that Ella's not going to be rude to me. Although, if you add that in, I might just want to experience that for fun. Uh, super quick one, Keith. I'm running out of yeah. time. What's next for the company? What's in the pipeline? Philippines is happening in October. Nice. Uh, we we form a joint venture and uh, it's going straight into the BPOs and uh, serving 24-7 to all the call centers in Manila. And of course, in Japan, right, it's a big thing for us. And we are raising our Series A, finally, and um, investors, please call us. Uh, we have a great story ahead. All right. I've been speaking with Keith Tan, the CEO of Crown Digital. Keith, I appreciate your time. Take care and have a great Thursday evening. Thanks, Elliot. All right. Speak soon. Bye. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at audio.sg or download the audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O, audio at the App Store and Google Play.